I have a special guest in the studio today, Marcus Ogden, former NFL tackle. He's inducted into the Howard University Hall of Fame. He's a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and business consultant. Hi, Marcus. How Thanks. are you, Dane? How's, how's it going? I'm doing good. Doing good. Again, thanks for spending some time with us uh, on the Hello, My Name is Dana podcast. Um, I hope in my opening I didn't miss anything. No. And so I was I'm inducted to the Howard University Athletic Hall of Fame. I'm a brand ambassador for the Mental Health Hall of Fame. And then I also was top 100 most influential Blacks today with Core Magazine, which is Champions of Real Excellence. We had people in there like Samuel L. Jackson, Ken Griffey Jr., Janet Jackson, Tina Turner, Debbie Allen, and we were one of the top 100 most influential Blacks today of Core Magazine, which we were very honored to be. Wow, that's 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 a lot. That's amazing. That's con- congratulations on on all of that. On Thank all you. That. Um, so. Uh, again, stop me. Tell me if I'm off base here. Um, you grew up in Washington, D.C.? Correct. Um, and I'm actually from Jersey. So I have family nice. in the D.C. area. I've been, nice. Uh, yeah, down, um, down in uh, Silver Spring area in Maryland. Um, you have a brother, Jonathan Ogden? Correct. And he's, and he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, first ballot. He was drafted by the Ravens in 1996. And he went to the Hall of Fame with the, with the Ravens uh, in 2013. Oh, man. Okay. Well, he's been uh, a lot of late. Now, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So just that's all right. don't, don't hate on me here. Everybody's got their team, which is all good. Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I really want to talk um, about your inspirational speaking. I, I've been on your website. Um yeah, you know, I know you're a business consultant, you know, you have a book, I believe two books. I know you have one sleepless nights and three. Okay. See, here we go. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I hope, well, I was going to say, I hope I'm not missing anything, but I did the, the third book there. <laughs> no, it's so, all good. Like, so, okay, wait, so you have, um, sleepless nights. Correct. Success cycle. Correct. Third one. The third book is called Persistence, Pivots, and Game Changers, and I have a contributing chapter in that book, and that book is also a bestseller. So we are a three-time bestselling author with our brand. Okay, okay. Now, you know, I was on your website, um, Mm -hmm. and the first thing that stood out to me is, you know, it's a wealth of information, Uh, you know, uh, the inspirational testimonies, testimonials, and... um, you know, some of your clients. And for those of us who are looking to find your website now, again, don't, you know, hopefully, <clears throat> excuse me, I get this right. www.marcusogden.com. Correct. All right. Two thumbs up for that one. So I, I get hit. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit on how, you know, about, you know, how you became a, an inspirational speaker and, and, you know, an executive coach and, and everything after your, your football I think. Sure. Sure. Dana. So I ended up after I played in the NFL, I started a construction company and it grew to be the largest African-American owned subcontracting company in the city of Baltimore and the state of Maryland for two years in site work, earthwork, utilities, grading, cement and erosion control, concrete and all that kind of good stuff. But unfortunately, as the company grew, Dana, my ego 
shot up just right along with it. Mm-hmm. I became very egotistical. I became very self-centered. I became very focused on things that didn't matter. As a result of that, I ended up losing not just my best people. I lost everything I owned in 2013. My home was foreclosed on. Both cars repossessed, not in the same month, not in the same week, but in the same day. Oh man! Because I spent about $3 million of my money on a project for a client. And when they denied my change order, all of my money had been exhausted and I was completely tapped out. The bank line shut me off. Well, excuse me. The bank shut my line of credit off. That was it. Lost everything. Moved to Raleigh, North Carolina with $400 to my name. That's it. And as a result of that, I ended up having to start my life all over again. Worked a couple different jobs, Merrill Lynch for a short time, was fired, all my fault, to a construction company the very next day, Dana, fired from that job five days later, fired twice in one week. The only job I could get along teaching kids football as a small entrepreneur, I was a custodian working for $8.25 an hour. Hence, our main signature keynote is titled, mm-hmm. is titled, excuse me, The Ego Mistake. Mm. From eight figures to eight twenty-five an hour. Again, it's titled "The Ego Mistake." From eight figures to eight twenty-five per hour. Because of that, I ended up was as working as a custodian. I was trying to get my life back on track, but still at this time, Dana, no accountability, no responsibility. I was totally just blaming other people. It was everybody else's fault but my own. I was constantly living in a state of everybody's fault but mine. Don't look at Marcus. It wasn't his fault. And God said, Marcus, here is where I'm going to test you. You're either going to learn to accept accountability and responsibility, or you're going to keep blaming us. You're going to be sitting right here for the rest of your life. As a custodian, I was taking the trash out as I did on my shift every morning, about 4.30 in the morning, went to throw the bag into the trash dump. But this morning, there was a rip on the front side of the bag, which I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Threw the trash into the trash can, or I tried to anyway, right, Dana? Mm-hmm. And all that trash, because of that reverse gravity, came right back on me. Rotten banana peels, nasty protruding rotten meat, spoiled milk, just horrifically smelling, nasty protruding garbage. And that was my wake-up call. Clean myself up sat down on a curb right by the trash can. I put my head in my hands and I cried for 10 minutes straight. And I realized at the end of that crying that I was literally having no accountability, no responsibility in my life. And I need to get my life back on track ASAP. So I went home that morning. I wrote down my three biggest strengths. I said, Hmm, I'm going to be a keynote speaker. I like to communicate like to tell stories. I want to help people. Tony Robbins did it. Why can't I? Two and a half years, Dana, not one paid job. Not one. Not one. Got our first paid job, April 2016. We started trying to speak in September 2013. Finally got our first paid speaking job, got coached, got developed, met some phenomenal people, learn how to provide value, learn how to 
not go do something for my own personal gain. Mm -hmm. And the last six years, we've been the fortunate brand with our amazing team and who was behind us to speak for 38 Fortune 500 brands in the last six years of the of the 38, 15 are Fortune 100, six are Fortune 25. And we have different keynotes, right? Again, we have our signature, which is the ego mistake from eight figures to 825 per hour. Our leadership talk is titled self-absorption mm-hmm. causes self-destruction. Our sales and marketing talk is titled drop the poker face. Selling requires authenticity. Our professional development talk is is titled At 32. What I wish I would have told my 32-year-old self, because that's when I went bankrupt when I was 32 years old. And there's more titles on our website. Again, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. But again, we really have been blessed to work for big companies like Equitable to Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have many uh, coaching clients. We have consulting clients, uh, three-time best-selling author. We've written four books. One is still has not been come out. Well, where we contribute to another book, okay. which has not come out yet. But again, three-time best-selling author. We've worked really hard in that facet. So we're just very fortunate, very blessed where we're at today going forward. Yeah, you know, I was just going to where you're speaking and I'm thinking, do you have a chance to reach out to, you know, some of like the youth um, being like high schoolers through college, through, you know, going to the NFL that, you know, to let them know the path that you, you know, have seen to prevent, you know, them from making any type of mistakes after their Yes, absolutely. I started speaking to the youth, like Pop Warner football, mm-hmm. elementary, middle, high school, then got to college. We were very fortunate to do some work with the Buffalo Bills for about three to four years in a row, talking to some of their rookies, people like Tredavious White, of course, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Deion Dawkins, Tremaine Edmonds, you know, these individuals, great young men, great athletes, great just men in general, very respectful. If you notice, the Buffalo Bills have done a really nice job without having people or any guys in the press, any type of, you know, off the field incidents, which is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, yes, I started with the youth. I always want to give back to the youth because they are the future. Yeah. And anytime that we have a chance to help enlighten them and give them some knowledge and some information that, it's going to help enhance them, then we're all about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, your story is, is like I said, is I know, you know, a lot of professional athletes or former professional athletes are, you know, could find themselves caught up in that, you know, the glamour and all that, you know, that comes with it. But the reality after, you know, the curtain <laughs> closes per se, you know, a lot of people are lost and, and in, like your clients that you speak with, um, mm-hmm. you know, some of the, the clients that you would, and especially now that we're, I guess, coming out of this pandemic or whatever, um, things have changed. I mean, what, what type of things are you seeing when you're, when you're speaking or questions or what are you? It's a lot on culture enhancement. We create a keynote for that. The signature keynote is titled, it's called Recycling versus Trashing Company Culture. Again, Recycling versus trashing company culture. 
And a lot of people are struggling with how to adapt to getting back into the office and how to communicate. And a lot of people are also struggling with emotional intelligence, what we call emotional IQ or EQ, how to relate to people through compassion, empathy, um, vulnerability, authenticity. We're actually, uh, I had a podcast I was doing for a while with a co-host, great guy, The Levin Market Show. I was going to ask you did, about that. Yeah. But, we did, but we just got a great opportunity to go and do our own podcast with the NFL alumni supporting us, the NFL alumni league office mm-hmm. supporting us. And it's going to be titled Get Authentic with Marcus. And we're really excited about that because people need to understand that in life and being someone that's going to connect with others or help others, you have to be authentic. You have to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. You have to be very, you know, you have to be very vulnerable and also have empathy. So we're really excited about that because every question we're going to ask my on the first thing we're going to get on the show is what does authentic or authenticity mean to you? Yeah. We're going to really start out with that because that's where we're really, we're really big on in that regard. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just going to ask you that about the, you know, the, your podcast show, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did go on it and I did go on your, you know, to, to give you your five stars rating, but I know I'm, I got to make sure it did, you know, got on there. Um, I oh, no, it, no, it, no, it, it did. It, okay. it did. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, no. it sure did. Yeah. I, I you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, what I'm trying to do here with the hello, my name is Dana podcast. You know, I'm, interviewing, you know, athletes, celebrities, uh, you know, just people making a change, a difference, you know, in, in the community. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, what's to come with, with your podcast. And thank you. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we're really excited about it because we're really excited about giving people hope and yes. giving people that roadmap of how to get their lives back on track when they're struggling, because again, life is going to be a struggle. The question is, how are you going to, you know, get there in that, in that regard? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing we're, we're, we're all looking to think, you know, I want to kind of delve a quick off. I know, you know, your time is limited here real quick. So I'm kind of running through my questions, but um, tell me in your college playing NFL career and, and your, you know, what were some of your most memorable games? I mean, I just kind of want to jump back into the football realm um, is to kind of, you know, do a little circle here, but um, can you tell us a little bit about your college playing days and about your NFL career? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was great. You know, it was phenomenal. We had the ability to, you know, you know, I think about Howard and what it looked like and all the things that happened and all the opportunity and, Howard was great. So I remember playing a game against a guy who was a All-American at Towson University. It was my redshirt uh, sophomore year. He had 15 sacks going into our game, and I held him to no sacks, no quarterback hits, no pressure. And I realized at that time, hmm, I'm not bad this game, you know, as an old lineman. And yeah. it made me realize how much, you know, things happen, you know, in that regard. So I was really excited, you know, about that. And then it got me to the NFL. And I remember playing the NFL, my first game ever 
was against the Minnesota Vikings at their home uh, field. It was, they had the Minnesota Dome at the time, and they had the Viking guy, super loud, and 80,000-plus people. I'm like, wow, this is not college anymore. And that's what really got me saying, oh, my goodness, you know, what and where am I? And, like, what's going on and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I realized right then and there, Dana, that – this is the reality of the National Football League. This is no longer college. This is no longer you're playing for a full scholarship. Yeah. You're playing for your livelihood. Yeah. And that's what made me realize, holy cow, this is going to be something that I need to really, like, you know, this is going to be life. And so yeah. that really woke me up. That, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I had an opportunity. My nephew, uh, he played football down in Texas and everything. We went to UT and we had a tour down underneath the stadium and I walked out and, you know, the, the, they have that little Texas Longhorn thing you, they touch before you go on the field. And I just imagined how it would be as a player to kind of walk out, you know, for the first time and see, uh, you know, the crowd and then perform, you know, um, out there. Um, I'm going to kind of get to the end of, of our questioning here. Two things. I, I'm, I'm kind of, again, my, the title of my, my podcast is Hello, My Name is Dana. And I'm, you know, ask a lot of questions now. But one question I'm going to be asking is, what is your favorite karaoke song? I want to throw <laughs> it out there. See, I, I got to throw it out there, Marcus. I got to throw it out there. What is my favorite? Oh, you know what I'll say? This, people aren't going to expect this, but I was singing it yesterday when I was at a, one of my wife's friends is a, is a singer. And uh, he played this song yesterday and I was, I sung the whole song. I listened to it so many times in my NFL career because we used to warm up to it. November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oh, yes. I like that. That's. Uh-huh. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's you know, I, I like to throw a little, you know. Yeah, that off. that was a cur- that was a curveball. Curve I, I never saw that one coming. <laughs> that's what I, I'm I'm gonna uh, make sure I do in my my other interviews. Um, my last <laughs> question for you, and actually, it's a two part question. Sure. Um, is there any particular quote you go by, and what's the best advice you've been given? Quote I go by in times of extreme darkness. Focus on the light. Aristotle. Love that quote. Used a lot in my keynotes, coaching business, everything like that. So that's one of my absolute favorites. Best advice I ever got was from, you know, Mel Robbins, who is a mentor of me, successful keynote speaker. She was on CNN, has a great um, TED Talk people love. And And she told me, you don't get to go out in the world and do great things unless you have suffered or have been at the bottom. Because if you haven't been at the bottom, you can't inspire anyone to what? Rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's, um, that's true. I mean, that's, that's just, um, you know, words of that a lot of people should definitely know, you know, it's, it's definitely know. You know Marcus, I want to thank you. Um, you're such an inspiration to, to so many. And, you know, I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed and have a greater appreciation for all you do. And I want you to come back on my show here. <laughs> um, we'll talk further. I'll have another, you know, curveball to throw in there. That was a good one. That was, that was a good <laughs> one. I never, I, one. I, ne- I never saw that coming. So yeah, absolutely. I look forward to it. You yeah. have my information. Yeah. I love coming on podcasts. I love just giving people 
hope and knowledge and information. So anything I can do to help you, you know, I'm all for it. I really appreciate it again. And um, I will get you a link to uh, this. Um, you know, I'm going to clean it up a little bit. And, yep. uh, you know, I should be going live with everything. I'm working on my website now before I'd say end of July. Um, I should have everything up, but you'll have your link to this um, probably in the next, let's say, week, week and a half. Here. That sounds great. You I'll have my email. Okay, I'll look yeah. forward to it and I'll post it out once you say it's going to go live and all that. And I can uh, share it. We'll put it in our social media calendar and we'll get it rolling. Yeah. And I'll be on your website. I'll be looking at your LinkedIn posts and, uh, you know, I enjoy looking, going through. I think I just saw one today. You were down in Florida. Yep. Last, last week. week for our clients. Yeah. Yep. A couple of the three keynotes in two days. So was very, very exciting. Yeah. So I'm going to be following you on that. And, you know, if you ever want me on yours, let me know. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I get, when I, no, no. When I when I when I get my new one going, absolutely. Yeah, right. I will because I'm all about authenticity and connecting. So yeah. I'd love to have you as a, as a guest when I get set up. I I will be reporting in this week, getting up next week to get started. So if I get a couple things in my belt, love to have you on the show. Well, that's it for this edition of the Long Name Is Dana podcast. Please contact us at dlcarter7575 at gmail.com 